Welcome to the LBC Sermon Podcast. This podcast is recorded live at Love Beyond Church in Harveston, Johannesburg, every Sunday at 9am, and may include the sounds of God's creation and our scenic environment. Join us as we press into the heart of God and His will for our lives. Welcome. church we always spirit led and we always follow the prompting and leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well this morning I've got a message which I'm going to deliver by God's grace but also what the Lord is laying on my heart is that what we will be doing is we're going to be having a little bit of time of prophetic worship. That's what the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. So I'm going to bring the message and then Pastor Andre is going to also be get involved and we're going to just do a bit of prophetic worship amen because you know in his presence as we know is where it's all at in his presence is freedom in his presence is fullness of joy in his presence is everything we need so we should seek his presence more than anything more than anything seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added. This morning I'm going to be asking a question which Jesus asked his disciples. And I believe it's one of the most fundamental and important questions that we could ever, ever be asked. And this is, who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? If we look at Matthew 16 from verse 13, which I'm going to read, and then we'll unpack it. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? Now, I just want you to pause there for a moment. And that's a very important stage. Because the first thing that Jesus asks, he doesn't say, who do you say I am? He says, who do people say I am? Who do the people say I am? And this was very intentional that Jesus was doing this. I mean, Jesus wasn't just doing this because he thought it was a good idea to ask and say, well, who do you think I am? He was dealing with a very, very critical question that needed to be dealt with. And that was their theology. Because you know what? The understanding of God mattered. And our understanding of God matters. It impacts our whole life. So Jesus sat the disciples down and had a theological conversation with them. 
very important. Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied. Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. You know, the thing is this. Very often in our Christian lives, it's very easy to base our walk, our Christian walk, on an understanding of what other people say about Jesus. Correct. Very often, you know, we can... Is that wrong with that? We read a book, we watch a video, we go online, we watch YouTube, and we kind of get an understanding. Well, we come to church, and we have a pastor ministering a word and telling us about who Jesus is. And that's all good. That's all good. But that's the issue is that that's what people say Jesus is. And our relationship and our understanding of Jesus should never be based on what other people say who Jesus is. Because Jesus went on to ask a critical question. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? You see, the first question he asked was a fairly easy question. Who do people say I am? And he went on, as you know, some say John the Baptist, Elijah, a prophet. It's a pretty easy question. Because they are just sharing what they hear. And very often, that is our stumbling block. Because what happens is we just start sharing what we hear. We are basing our understanding of God on what other people are saying. You see, we cannot base our understanding about Jesus on what other people say. We have to base it on what we believe. Because what we believe is a critical factor that actually impacts our whole Christian walk. What we have in our understanding of who God is and who Jesus is and who the Holy Spirit is, is what impacts our Christian walk. So it's something that's very, very critical to get an understanding of. You see, then Jesus goes on as he, he asks the harder question. And this is the more important question. Who do you say that I am? Now, we might think of this as an easy question to answer. Correct. We've all been to Sunday school. We know this stuff. We know this stuff. See, Jesus doesn't just want us to answer this question with our head. And that's very often what we do. Who are we? Oh, no, Jesus is the Son of God. He's a Messiah. Amen, He is. But are we answering that question with our head? Or are we actually answering that question which Jesus wants us to do? Is that He actually wants us to answer this question with our hearts? And with our soul 
and with our life. You know, we don't want to be in a situation, it says in Matthew 7, you can go and read it, when God says this, He said, well, you may have prophesied in my name. You may have driven out demons in my name. But I didn't know you. I didn't know you. Get away from me. Get away from me. <coughs> I don't know about you, but that's one scripture that just, in my mind, I go, Lord, I never want to be in a position where I think I've lived my whole Christian life in a way that actually is pleasing to you. But I didn't know you. You know, we can get involved in so many things, brothers and sisters. We can get involved in so many good works, godly works. We can run around feeding the poor. Praise God, that is good. It's godly. We can even give away all our money. And if we don't know, if we don't know Him, He will say to us, get away. Who do you say that Jesus is? This is such an important question this morning. And as we just, as I'm ministering to you, we're saying, open up your hearts this morning. Because he's knocking at the door. <coughs> and he says, if you open up the door, I will come in. And I will sit with you and you will sit with me. You see, what God has done, he's saying, salvation is the first step. Coming to, know, coming to Christ is the first step. But then we need to get to know Him. We, get, we have to get to know who He is. Because the thing is this, when you face a crisis in your life, and we go through the hills and the valleys, and when you're in that place of, of pressure, be it financial difficulties, be it illness, be it relationship issues, be it marriage, whatever it is, we need to know who God is. It doesn't help when we actually go into that place to try and run around and say, Lord, where are you? Who are you? We should know who he is. We should know that he is the great I am. We should know that he is the most high God. We should know that he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We should know that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above what we could ever hope, think or imagine. We should know that He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the God that will never, ever forsake you. Because His Word says it. He said it says it in Hebrews 13. I will never leave you. I will not. I will not. I will not. I will not. You know, sometimes we need to move beyond words into relationship you know just think about it in the natural if you don't spend time with someone you will not get to know them if you don't spend time with a person really understanding them you will not know them the same way with our God he built us he created us for relationship. He created us to spend time with Him. 
every second of the day. God is not a God that says, okay, well, just take me out on a Sunday. Oh, don't worry about it. What I'm saying is, we cannot live our Christian lives as as submarine Christians. We cannot go underwater during the week and come up on a Saturday and then come up on a Sunday. Hallelujah, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and then going back to living like the devil the rest of the week. Struggles will come in life. And I think anybody sitting here can testify to the fact. We will always face challenges. But God says this, be of good cheer. Why? Because I have overcome this world. You know, the Lord has just been showing me more and more Romans 8.28, which says, all things, not some things, all things work to the good for those who believe Him and are called according to His purpose. What do you believe about God? What do you really, really believe about God? Because I tell you, it's all about what we believe that impacts our lives as believers. That's why they call us believers. What are we believing? Are we going to believe the lies of the enemy? What do we believe when the storms of life come? And they come. And they come suddenly. What do we believe when suddenly you believe you've stood in faith your whole life and walked in faith and suddenly you get cancer? What do you believe? I mean, I have a Christian brother who I've known for a long time and walked with for 12, 13 years. And he sends me a message. He says, Eric, I'm not well. And I said, okay, brother. He said, I don't have long. But you know, because of who Jesus is, to me I cannot see Jesus any other way other than Jehovah Rapha my healer so I cannot say to him anything else but brother I'm praying for you I'm trusting God that he will touch you I can't say anything else but the thing is this where he's at his belief of who God is He's not seeing God as his healer. Are we getting this? Because how we see God will impact on how we are able to live our lives as believers. If we don't see God as Jehovah Jehovah Jireh, the provider, when we hit financial crisis, then we're like a ship without an anchor. We, we, We can't stand on that and go, Lord, I know. Your word says that you'll supply my every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I know that your word says, I know, I know, I know. You see, the answer of who do you say I am, get this brothers and sisters, will set the course of your life. It will set the course of your life. 
and it matters more than anything else in this world other than your first step of salvation is to understand and know who he is who do you say i am because that will impact whatever you face whatever you're doing in your christian walk is impacted by this question You know, God is Elohim. He's a creator, mighty and strong. He's El Shaddai, not El Shaddai. He's El Shaddai, God Almighty, the mighty one of Jacob. This speaks to God's ultimate power over all. He's Adonai. He's Yahweh, Jehovah, Lord. He's Yahweh Jireh, the Lord will provide. He's Yahweh Rapha, the Lord who heals. He's Yahweh Nisi, the Lord our banner. You see, banner needs to be understood as a rallying place. A place where we, where we know because he's, he's, he draws us to him he's the Lord who sanctifies Yahweh Makedesh that means makes holy God makes it very clear that he alone not the Lord can cleanse his people and make them holy he's Yahweh Shalom the Lord our peace he's Yahweh Elohim Lord God. He's Yahweh Sekindu, the Lord our righteousness. He's Yahweh Rohi, the Lord our shepherd. You see, in Psalm 23 it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I shall not want. You can put it another way. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. What are we believing? Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? Why do you feel that it's okay to lack when God is saying you shall lack nothing? Why? Because God is saying to you this morning, you need to believe. You have not because you ask not. But you ask not in the way that God says you don't need to ask. And you need to ask because you believe that you'll have it. Believe. Believe. He's your Yahweh Shema. God is not an absent God. It says the Lord is there. Yahweh Shema. He's Yahweh Sabaoth. The Lord of hosts. Hosts means hordes, both of angels and of men. You know, if we could only understand, if God could open our spiritual eyes right now, we would see the fact that we are, we are protected and surrounded by angels. Yeah. Surrounded by them. That's what happened in, when they were facing in that battle. And he said, Lord, open the eyes of my servant. And he opened the eyes of his servant. And there was the hosts of angels, which were greater than the armies they were facing. God wants you to know that whatever you're facing, 
You're in the majority. Amen. You are in the majority. Not because of who you are, because of who your God is. We need to go to understanding. You know, the guys used to say in the playgrounds, do you know who my daddy is? Hey, who's your daddy? That's what we should be saying. We should be saying, do you know who my father is? Come on. I just told you who your father is. We should know who our father is. And if we know who our father is, he owns a cattle in a thousand hills. Your, your father's not broke. Your father has more than enough. Believe. Believe. He's Jehovah. He's El Elyon, the Most High. The Most High. You see, if we don't understand that God is the Most High God, that there's none that can actually be above Him, we might think there's something that can compete with Him. And that's why we can't sit thinking that God is a universal concept. Our God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Our God is a God above all. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that He is King. He is El-Rohi, the God of sea, the God of sea. You know, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of seeing and knowing dwells in us. Brothers and sisters, that's our competitive edge. Don't run to every prophet, run to the prophet. Run to the prophet. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of seeing and knowing, is able to show you and direct you. That's what you need to do. Listen, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I'm, I love the office of the prophet, don't get me wrong. And that's very good to operate in, in the prophetic. But we need to go. We need to go to the prophet. And we need to seek the prophet. So the prophet can show us what to do. Don't sit running around for a word. Go to the word. Don't go to the phone. Go to the throne. I'm not saying we don't go to our brothers and sisters for encouragement and counsel. But once again, it goes back to who do you say I am? We need to know who he is. He's El Elohim, everlasting God. See, God's nature is without beginning or end. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and end. He doesn't live in the constraints of time. So we need to stop limiting God with our own mindsets. We see, we cannot live the way God wants us to live out of our natural mind. We are a spirit being. We're created as a spirit being. We, have, we live in a body and we're having an earthly experience. But I can tell you this, the spiritual is way more real than the natural. Way more real. Way more real. I'll say that again. Way more real. Amen. <laughs> He's El Gibor. 
mighty God. He's mighty God. Why do we want to keep minimizing Him? Why do we want to keep marginalizing Him? Why do we want to kind of almost think, well, I'll put it to you this way, maybe this will, who believes that you're His dwelling place? Does anybody believe that He's dwelling in you? Living stones. We're the temple. And if that's, if that's the case, if Christ is in you, why do we walk around feeling like inferior? Why do we feel that we're not enough? Why? God is in us. The great I am lives in us. We need to start getting a revelation and understanding of an authority that we have as believers. We need to start exercising our dominion. We've relinquished our dominion. And God has said, I've given you all authority. Not some authority. I've given you all authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and overcome the power of the enemy. We need to start exercising our authority again, believers. The time we're in is not a time for play, playing church. This is about advancing the kingdom of God. So what we believe, I'm going to close with this as we go into a time of prophetic worship. What we believe about God matters more than anything else in the world. And there's no more important time to wrestle with this than right now. That's why I'm bringing this message. I cannot say who God is to you. Only you can say who is He to you. See, in the midst of all we're going through in our world today, and we're going through a lot, we confess once again this morning our faith and trust in Jesus. Believing with all our hearts, our souls, mind and strength that He is the Savior of the world. The Son of the living God. Who promises to calm. Who promises to calm our every storm. Who offers us, us peace that surpasses understanding. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Who is eager to hear our every prayer. Brothers and sisters, God is eager to hear your every prayer. And He assures us that He will be with us always. Always. Even to the end of the age. That is who Jesus is. Thanks be to God.